Welcome to the Deeply Connected Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krieg, and it wasn't all that long ago that I was 30 kilos overweight, completely unaware. I was totally disconnected from who I was at my core, so caught up in succeeding and climbing the corporate ladder to notice I was nowhere near an identity or a life that fulfilled me. I was succeeding in many areas, but internally I was suffering. In fact, I thought that was normal. I was quite literally addicted to stress and unhelpful habits that burned me out. And now I've spent more than a decade learning from world-class experts on how to rewire my brain, address my emotions, and change my habits to transform my life from the inside out. The external goals I've achieved, including my weight loss, has been a direct result from the work I've done internally. And I've created this podcast for ambitious individuals who feel stuck in some area of their life, be it health, relationships, business or career, and who want to gain clarity and overcome doubt and overwhelm. My goal is that these podcasts will shape your perspective, increase your awareness or empower you with scientific tools that you can integrate that will change your life one small step at a time. Let's reshape your mindset, your habits, and your life. Today, I'm going to be talking about a whole host of things, including self-care, managing your time, how your brain functions, ego depletion, and just various other things, including prioritization, tuning into your emotions, intuition, and really because I feel like there is a saying that says, an unexamined life is not worth living. And often what I see a lot in my coaching is that so many people are so busy doing all the things, but they come to me often saying, I've been busy doing all the things, but I haven't really got anywhere. And at the same time, I'm so disconnected from who I am and what's really important to me that I don't even know where to start. I feel like I'm completely lost, basically. And so I want to talk about all of this kind of stuff, and I want you to have a really good, hard look at your life and just evaluate the different decisions you're making throughout your day. But I also want to offer, as always, a little bit of science to help you understand how your decision-making may be clouded and how, without you even realizing it, you may be making decisions that aren't in alignment with who you want to be or where you want to go. And so at first I thought, well, this really is a time management thing. I think people would really resonate with a time management thing. And in the end, I thought, you know what, it's a life examination (laughs) It's really just learning the skills and having the tools to be able to examine different aspects of your life so that you're not just constantly living in a reactive autopilot state, which I've spoken about many times before. So let's start off by saying that a lot of people come to me and say, you seem to be good at managing your time or, you know, you've always got so much on. How do you seem to be so present and, you know, being not seeming like anything's happening in your life? You just seem really steady, like nothing's going on. Well, I just want to say we have a lot going on. For those of you who don't know, we have two young babies, a three and a five-year-old, and we've moved to a state that's not near my parents or Ben's parents. So we have the children all the time. 
And we're also living in a house that is on an acreage block that requires a lot of maintenance and a lot of gardening, like hardcore gardening. (laughs) And we also have two businesses. I have a business, my husband has a business, and we are busy in our businesses full time, week in, week out. And on top of that, we have some health challenges that we are dealing with. I certainly have had my own number of health challenges, and that's taking up a lot of time um, to really focus on getting my health where it needs to be, if you like. Um, And, you know, we're renovating our house as well. Think bathrooms and excavating and tree lopping and painting. And, you know, there's just a lot going on in our life. And, I am still calm and conscientious and present and feeling pretty good most of the time. And really, I think this is the stuff that I want to talk to you about because at least for the last decade, I have gone through ruthless prioritization of every single thing that I consume in my life. I really have. And although it's been an evolution, a bit like how I lost 30 kilos, I didn't do it by suddenly dieting and going on a massive exercise regime. I've just slowly chipped away at the different aspects of who I am to really reshape me into the person that I am today. And this is how I approach most things in my life is just gentle curiosity and just picking up something and seeing what's under there and then addressing it. And this is really what I want to talk about today is how you can address different areas of your life where you're spending your time and really think about, well, what's going on? Why am I why am I doing the things that I'm doing? And are those things important to me? So this idea of ruthless prioritization with not only your mindset, but what you're consuming through your eyes, through your ears, through your mouth, all of that stuff. Like it's the consumption of your day-to-day activities. It's the small rocks that are actually more, in some cases, far more important than the bigger rocks that we would ordinarily look at. Like, like our career and our family. You know, sometimes we just have to have two or three things, but really it's all the little things within our days that are distracting us from really making progress in our life and really stripping away who we are. So let me just talk about some of these concepts. Now, one of the things I see a lot of my clients doing and a lot of people doing actually is being very reactive, very unconscious. And this whole movement of mindfulness is brilliant to help people start to be more reflective and create more consciousness in their day-to-day existence. I really do love this movement. I think the challenge is, is, is the very first step to bridge the gap between being really unconscious and creating consciousness is by slowing down. And the idea of slowing down, especially to my clients who are often busy women, who are, you know, sort of age between 35 and 45, the idea of slowing down at that time in their life seems impossible. And I think this is one of the challenges is not only is it impossible for you to improve your life if you don't slow down. And I want to discuss what the word slowing down actually means, because it's not what we think it might be. So I'll I'll talk about that in a moment. But the idea of slowing down in our life seems like it's going to be counterintuitive, But really what's happening is most of us are becoming addicted to being busy. We're addicted to the stress that our body is producing, the neurotransmitters, neuroepinephrine, dopamine. It's all creating this feedback loop to say, yes, continue being the way you are because that makes us feel normal. It's like our returning to homeostasis. 
So what we're doing is this idea that we can't slow down, we can't pause, we can't introduce any self-care or other activities because I don't know if you've ever felt like everything will fall apart if I start to dial down any of this. That That's kind of this, this addictive loop that I'm talking about because of these neurotransmitters that we're producing that says, yes, keep doing that because we are reacting to external stimulus. And if our external stimulus, our triggers, uh, our day-to-day existence, like our kids or our families or our workplaces or just our environment in general, we're more likely to continue being the same way. It's just part of our the way our brain works. So here we are going, getting, having so much on in our mind and hearts that when we have a moment to pause, sometimes we end up filling that moment with intrusive thoughts or checking social media or checking our emails or doing something, you know, rather than just really trying to be consciously connecting to your yourself and what's really important to you. And so if you can imagine, I often talk about it as being as your baseline level of stress, your baseline, where your normal is, it's extremely high. Okay. So you've got a really high baseline level of stress that this is your normal. Okay. So unwinding that is a process, of course. And a lot of people talk about unwinding that process by going and doing meditation or some form of retreat or mindfulness practice in general. And what I find is that that gap between where you are today and bringing your baseline level down to where it would be more normal is too big to suddenly put in something like a, a meditation or a mindfulness practice. That, that, that's too much for you to consume often. I'm not sure if you've found that, but I've talked about that many times before. So here we are with a high level baseline of stress. And we are also in our mind thinking that if we slow down, other things will fall apart. Now, here's the trick, right? The trick is, is to surrender and know that slowing down, which I'll describe what I mean by slowing down to begin with, slowing down is going to enable you to engage that creative, reflective Um, executive functioning part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, and help you start the process of unwinding this baseline level of stress being extremely high, okay? So it's going to enable you to perform better. It's going to enable you to feel better when you just start the process of slowing down. Now, the process of slowing down from my perspective is not sitting down and reading a book. It's not sitting down and having a cup of tea. It's not it's not suddenly going and having massages and going to spa spas and starting to do long walks and all of those things. It really is just building in micro moments throughout your day where you can just check in with yourself. That's really it. The second thing is um, slowing down your pace. I don't know what your pace is like, but I just want you to ask yourself, am I moving too fast? Are my actions really fast? I have my daughter who I feel like I've mentioned this before. She said, you know, mommy, why are you, why are you making the lunches so fast? Because that's very unusual. You know, I don't normally make things fast. And I had a lot going on in my mind. And I said, thank you for helping me realize that. Thank you. It was like her 
giving me this micro moment to say, mommy, you need to slow down. It's just the act of not walking too fast. You know, the old me would run, <laughs> like genuinely my pace was so fast. Like I had so many things I had to get down, blah, 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 that kind of mindset. And really the, I want to offer you this, how can you just slow down even your pace um, to begin with, slow down your pace, slow down how you do things, your movements. And then you can think about adding micro practices throughout your day, like just a, a few deep breaths throughout your day, as an example, to really help you just calm down, slow down, reduce your sympathetic nervous system response. So that fight or flight response and get you engaging your parasympathetic nervous system so that you can really start to feel more relaxed and present and not as stressed. So the idea of slowing down in that way is really important. And that is self-care. That is self-care. Okay. That's a beautiful way to introduce self-care, um, including a lot of the other things I talk about, like you know, how to be more happy and really engage in those beautiful emotions where you're seeing certain things outside and they make you feel good or you're enjoying the warmth of a jumper as an example. So the very first thing is um, slowing down in a way that's going to really enable you because unless you're slowing down, um, one of the things that happens is we get what's called ego depletion. And that's because we are achieving so many things. We are overstimulated throughout the day. Our self-control is diminished, right? Our willpower is diminished. And even though we have such great intentions at the beginning of the day of the things that we're going to get done, we start suddenly getting into autopilot. Our baseline level of stress is high. We're starting to run around. We're not having any periodic breaks or anything. And we're starting to have strong emotions. So you can see all of this is sort of just depleting us significantly. And as a result, by the end of the day, we just slump on the couch to enjoy some much needed downtime. So all I'm saying is throughout your day, rather than being diminished so significantly with your self-control and willpower and energy in general, how can you take micro moments throughout the day just to replenish yourself? So this is the first part, right? Just getting you into that state of being able to make good decisions and think things through well. So knowing that we get addicted to being busy and achieving all the things, but then we get ego depleted and we're an autopilot responding or uh, reacting, I should say, um, and we end up procrastinating and just surrendering to not doing the things that we wanted to. So these are the things to take into consideration first. Then what I want you to do is start thinking about what are the things that I have in my day it, not just the big rocks, because I know that some of us are running businesses or some of us are or pursuing our careers and we have family and other things. It's not just the big rocks, but it's the little rocks that we're doing each day that may be chipping away at your time, but also it might be distracting you and it might be fueling this baseline level of stress. So for example, one of my clients was very busy in her life and there's so many things that she wanted to achieve and get done and including, you know, the the house cleaning and the washing and the sporting commitments for the children. And she wanted to do some movement for herself and she wanted to be present on social media to connect with people and she wanted to do some gardening. And there's so many things on her plate, right? And when I asked her, why are you continuing doing your sporting commitments for your children? She came up with all the reasons why it had to happen. She had to have them going there because they were doing really well and all these things. And that's fine. I, I don't really mind what the answer is, but I want to know what's fueling the answer. And what was fueling the answer is was an expectation, an expectation that she had to have her child 
undertake this sporting commitment. It was it, it was critical to her. And it was critical to her because of external expectations and pressures that she was feeling. That's what was fueling her decision to do that. And when we really had a big good chat about it, one of the things she agreed to do was just to ask her child how she would feel if she didn't do this sporting commitment. And you know, part of this process is asking in a really at a lovely time at the right time in the right frame of mind, and she did. She asked her child, and to her very much surprise, she said, do you know what, mum, I'm actually really tired at the moment. And that would really help me not having that sporting commitment. Now, I use that example because there's so many things that we have set up for ourselves in our life that we just do ordinarily because of some form of pressure, expectation or norm that we've set for ourselves, And we have not considered the cost it has to us in our life or even the cost it has in for the life of those around you. And often we make decisions because of those around us when we're not even realizing that there's a cost to them. So I want you to start having a look at different aspects of your life. And just as you go about your day, because you're starting to slow down and connect with yourself and create more consciousness, I want you to ask yourself some questions. What are the key things that I'm doing in my life? So you're creating visibility, you're getting awareness, like, oh, what am I actually doing? Where am I spending my time? Where is my energy going? And then you can ask yourself, if I continued this, what impact would that have in my life? And if I paused this, what impact would this have in my life? So you're starting to just gently and curiously just figure out what it might feel like if you made any tweaks and and what impact that might have in your life. So you can just sort of lean into the idea. And then you can ask yourself, is there like what outcome am I trying to achieve from doing this? And can I change the way that I'm doing this to be able to achieve this outcome that I'm after in a way that's a little bit more harmonious and feels a little bit more aligned to me? Oh, I feel like that's just a relief, really, because I know one of my clients had this outcome of wanting to spend time with her mum. And initially she was saying to me, no, I really want to spend time with my mum. I know it's time consuming, but it's, it's a thing because she's getting older and I really want to be able to spend time with her. And I said, okay, well, what outcome are you wanting to get from spending time with your mum? And ordinarily it could seem obvious, but she actually said to me, well, she has so much knowledge and skills and creativity that I want that to be passed down to me so that I can continue on the legacy and pass it down to my children. I said, okay, well, when you catch up with her, how, are you, how is this happening? Like, what are you doing to enable that? And she realized that there was an opportunity for a tweak here. There was an opportunity to not just spend time with her mum, but actually spend time with her mum in a way that really enabled them both to achieve that outcome goal. And so she realized she could make a tweak. And what she's now doing is seeing her mom in a little bit less time each week, once a week, and doing it in a way that's going to be able to have her pass down some of the creative um, skills that they want to continue running in the family. So can you hear how we're really examining different areas of your life, the things that are time consuming, the things that are taking up your focus and your energy? We're examining all different aspects. So now that you've created this consciousness in your life and you have almost a list of all the things that you're doing each day or what's taking up a lot of your time and your focus and your energy, you can start to ask yourself, 
you know, what's driving that obviously what's driving decisions in that area and what can I afford to press pause on or what can I afford to tweak in some way so that I get a better result or better outcome that I'm after. And I'll give you another final example. And that is the renovations of our house. My husband is a massive action taker and he was saying to me, I've got to do, um, you know, the, the finalizing of the painting and I have to have it done by this date and have to have it done by this date. And, you know, he's putting a lot of pressure on himself because we have a lot of stuff going on and including wanting to spend time as a family and really enjoy each other's company and be very present. And I said to him, what's driving your desire to have this, this time frame? And he said, you know, I've, I just want to have it done. And I said, okay, okay, so what if you had it done in a month or two's time? And we really deep dived into it. And he gave himself this arbitrary deadline that he wanted to have all the painting done by a year's time. And I said, I get that. I get that because he comes from a family that um, were renovating their house um, perpetually. (laughs) They never finished renovating. They were always just having, you know, some form of something going on, but never really making progress. And it was very frustrating for him. And so he's got this mindset that he's a finisher. You know, he's not just a starter, he's a finisher. So he's got that mindset and he wants to have it done and, you know, never have anything sort of loose ends, right? Which is, which is wonderful. But, and I get that, I get that strong driver, but I said, what's the cost to you, your health, your ability to live a good life, your time and connection with your family? What's the cost what, what's it taking away? What, what's it taking away from? And he realized that, yes, although the, the deadline was, was great and he was achieving, it was actually impacting him in other ways. And so he was able to adjust his thinking and, and he was able to adjust his timeline. It was like he put an extension on it. He paused it and he even tweaked it. He decided to do a smaller aspect versus a bigger aspect. So it was less overwhelming. So can you hear how there's just this constant examination of why we're making decisions or why we're doing things and how important it is? And is this enabling us to achieve our goals? And often we do this like back of the envelope, just check like, okay, what are we spending our time on today? And how is that enabling us to achieve our current goals and also our longer term goals? And often our current goals are around connection and and presence with our family and presence in our businesses and, and those kind of things. Is this enabling us? And does that focus? Are we okay with the, the impact it could have later on? And are we okay with where that's going to take us and what tweaks do we need to make? So it's just constantly tweaking where what's and and assessing what's driving some of the decisions that you're making and what's driving this desperate attempt to keep getting things done when really it's not really getting you anywhere so if ben had continued with the painting as an example he would have really suffered in many ways but he you know and his business could suffer because he was exhausted and tired and this that it, it has a knock on effect to all different areas of our life so i guess the the point of all of this episode this week is I really want you to start considering how you can start to reduce your baseline level of stress and to slow down in some ways or just connect with your actions and slow down your movements and have micro moments each day, right? So that we can start to engage the reflective part of our brain. Even if you weren't having a high baseline level of stress in your mind, um, you might actually psychologically, but um, 
I, I still want you to go through that practice because it enables you to engage your prefrontal cortex, right? Which is the executive functioning of your brain. So that's a really important tool. And then you can start to, from that point, start to examine different aspects of your day-to-day decisions and day-to-day actions. And you can start to ask yourself, how important are these to me? And and even if it's mundane things, put it in there. That's it's, It all needs to go on the plate. You need to make a decision. And that's what's important. It's not just doing things for the sake of doing them. It's making a decision about how you could feel if you tweaked it in some way, or if you paused it or stopped it or started doing something else. And so that you can ultimately start to create some spaciousness in your day and some alignment in your life, you know, and that enables you to open up more possibilities and, and have a deeper connection with yourself and start to check in with your intuition and other things. So it enables you to just basically build a few more inner strengths to be able to achieve a lot more in your life as well and build in happiness and all of those wonderful things that I am constantly banging on about. So, and really this is the area that I help people with all day long is really examining their life and having a look at their values and goals and habits and mindset and emotions that are either helping them or not helping them. And often it's really developing this connection back to self so that you can actually build your internal strengths to be able to make really aligned decisions in your life. Instead, what I see a lot of people doing is just really trying to add more and be more and do more. And they're just adding and adding to their already busy and overcrowded lives. And there's so much noise. There's so much clutter. There's so much activity going on. And really what I'm about doing is helping people peel back the layers and really helping them assess different areas of their life to prioritize and then start rebuilding the foundations and really reconnecting to their true self. So if you're interested in learning more, I am excited to tell you that what I was talking to the neuroscientist about the other day was my methodology. And that methodology is actually being packaged in a group program for one of the first times. The new program is called Reconnect, and it's all about reshaping your habits, your mindset, your emotions, and your levels of awareness to be able to really transform your life from the inside out. A lot of my clients have goals they want to achieve, whilst at the same time, they really want to improve how fulfilled and how happy they feel. So this is exactly what the program is going to be covering, how to achieve your goals and really underpinned by a lot of the science that I keep referencing, as well as how to feel fulfilled and act in true alignment with your true self. I have not seen, and I certainly think it's very rare to find a complete program that integrates so many elements holistically that also offers high quality, well-researched and proven methods to actually transform your life. So if you're interested in being one of the first people to learn about this program, all you need to do is go to my Instagram page, Kate, the transformation coach, and send me a direct message that says waitlist. And that is it. And as soon as I have all of the details, I will be sending it through to you. And it's definitely first in best dressed because I'm actually offering for the first few people a very special opportunity as part of this process. So DM me waitlist to Kate, the transformation coach, all the details are in my show notes anyway. And then I look forward to being in contact with you. Thank you so much for tuning in again. And it's always wonderful to be with you. And if you have any ideas on something you want to learn about, please message me. I know a lot of people DM me about um, my podcast. So um, thank you for doing that. And if you want to make any suggestions, DM me as well. All right, lovely people. I will see you again soon. Bye. Well done for taking this step, empowering you closer to a life you love. 
Now, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss my updates. Now, I know my friends send me podcasts all the time, and I was just wondering, is there someone in your circle you feel would benefit from hearing this episode? Who's someone who wants to grow or improve in different areas of their life? Who you want to see fulfilled and succeeding also? Well, I would be so grateful if you shared this episode with them. It could be exactly what they need to hear. Now, thank you for your support as always and for listening, and I'll see you again next time.